Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Cover to cover, doing it one more time on a Thursday. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest. We are taping this way in advance because I think I said on, the, on last week's podcast that I have to be in, in Canada and in Calgary, and then I have to be in Hawaii, and I had to cover uh, a couple of, of dates. Uh, that's why I have Steve stay to stay around. Steve Marmelstein still with us. Steve, thank you for coming back and being here and sitting in and helping us out uh, through these, um, what we like to call in show business, evergreen oh, episodes, evergreen great. episodes, Remember which, we, which, we say, which we say in show business is, is a story that can kind of last, you know, it's not as uh, that one that'll be dead tomorrow. It'll, it'll, it'll last. So we're doing an evergreen mm-hmm. show for you people because I am in Canada right now in Calgary. And uh, Alex is here as always. Alex, thank Hello, you for people. always being here. And thank all of you people for listening to Cover to Cover. I feel like it's going exactly the way I wanted it to go. We're getting a nice little following and we are increasing every week. And people really seem to be enjoying it. And I like all your critiques, some of them. And I like all your your uh, ideas. And we're having a fun time and we're getting a little kooky. And you know, we're just able to say in a world we live in now... I'm able to say things that you just can't say anymore. And I don't want to be one of those people who's like, you can't make fun of anybody anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Comedy's dead. It's not. Uh, but it is fun to, like Steve, uh, who's here with me, we worked together on Chelsea Lately. Uh, and I know some of you know, remember Chelsea Lately, and, and it was a fun. But we did, th- and this wasn't even that long ago, we did things on that show every day that were, and, uh, and this is to Chelsea's credit, she would say things and do things, and we all would, that were just like unbelievable, like looking back on it today, we were like, there's no way no. I could, I, I used to play a character called a gay caveman, which was like this flamboyantly, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was the world's first gay person. Uh, we, we had read a story, uh, I remember was, Steve and I used to sit together in a writer's room at the end of the table, and we had read a story about uh, an archaeological uh, dig where they dug up some bones of, of, a, of a person and, and, the, and it was a, it was male bones. They somehow able to figure out it was male bones, but it was also covered in you know jewelry and earrings and stuff. And we just jokingly said, "Oh my god, it was the fr- that's the first gay man." They found the first gay man, and I said something along the lines of, "You think you invented fire? I've been flaming for years," or something like that. <laughs> and and uh, and it just became like a character that we did. Uh, 
called Gay Caveman. And we got like a $25 caveman costume at a, you know, some store down the street, sundry store, Steve says. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and we, you know, basically did this thing for five years, this flamboyantly gay caveman who would comment on all the gay stories that we had, you know, would have whatever. If a gay bar opened in some city and we would comment on it one day, I'm sorry if this is boring people who don't know Chelsea lately, but one day, I don't know if you remember, it was a few years back when they were, everyone was protesting. Um, what was that? What was that hamburger place? Uh, no, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Everyone was protesting. Chickens. Chick -fil yeah. Everyone was protesting Chick-fil-A because they, um, they, I guess they were, they were giving some money. The guy's a very religious guy who owns it. That closed on Sunday, I believe, and he's a very Christian guy who owns it. And he was giving money to anti-gay campaigns yeah. or something. I think it's kind of it's died like down that. a little bit. Yeah, whatever. So it was a huge deal to the point where they had just opened one on the corner of Sunset, and I think it's La Brea. Highland. This is five, Highland, about five years ago when it opened, and it opened right at the time when this story broke. So there was like big giant protests out front of. Uh, uh, you know, of, of that was like it was it was a big deal, like gay marches out front of this Chick Fil A. Like, how could you go here and blah blah blah? So Steve and I were like, hey, you know what? Let's go and take a camera crew with us up to this protest as the gay caveman and protest <laughs> with these people. So there we are. We got two minutes out of it. We did. It was great. So we go up there. I'm now. I am. Full on, like pretty much naked. Uh, it's it's it's. I have a little tiny loincloth <laughs> over me and a wig on and a pink bandana and uh i just we just walk out on the street now i'm barefoot on the corner of uh what does it say highland and sunset, sunset which highland. is fucking gross yeah and um just and stepping on needles and people are completely it's this there's a crazy christian woman there reading a bible we got her to talk to us and then we wound up getting on like the local news the yeah, local there's the a local, guy there there's a guy there doing like a channel five local news a big story so i just said screw it let's go jump into his shot and just jump around <laughs> And we got on that and it was a lot of fun. But these are things, my point is, we could never do today. That's why I love doing this podcast and I'm still able to make fun of Caitlin and things like that. And it's good to have Steve here. It feels like we're back to the old oh, days yeah. of, uh, you know, of the fun. Anyway, let's cover some stories. Thank you all for putting up with that. That was, those were fun times. Steve is still here. Uh, the one story I want to bring up, which is... Uh, now, everyone knows, I think, Alex, you had brought this show up on, on, a, on a previous podcast called Tidying Up on Netflix, with, uh, and it's huge now. Marie Kondo, I think she's Japanese, Japanese woman um, who tells, like, basically white trash people to clean up their houses. It's, it's no different than Hoarders, really, the show. I mean, Hoarders was, has been doing it for years over on TLC or whatever it's on, and uh, I think Marie Kondo... Seems nicer and easier Some to digest. Yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like in 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 um in hoarders, it's like court ordered. It's like an FBI agent has to come and tell <laughs> yeah. us he's got to clean We're up. We're burning his it down. Yeah. Like it's not it's not a nice person who comes over and goes, oh, take away this fishbowl, no good. Like it, it's uh, it's like that's something you can't do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like an FBI. It's like an FBI agent who comes and goes like, clean up your fucking house. Like the neighbors are complaining. There's rats everywhere. So. So Marie Kondo is now, it's become a, like this phenomenon of people cleaning up. Now, let me also say that I've been inside Steve's home and Steve's got a nice house. Uh, I haven't been, well, Alex doesn't have a house, but we, it's a story for <laughs> another got, day, we Steve, it. we'll get to that. But uh, 
We, tidy though. It is. Tidy. It has to be. I'm uh, a the, minimalist. Uh, I was. I did it before Marie. Yeah, he lives in his car. I love he lives in his car. It's a true story. Oh, okay, it's a true story. Well, it, it, by choice, good times. It's by, we don't need to focus. It, it, yeah, well, Jewel a, did that for a while and worked out. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like Jewel. He's, like, he's a lot like Jewel. In many, like, in many ways, he's a lot like yeah. Jewel. Uh, he's a great, great guy. Just chooses to live in his car. That's his business, man. It's it's the new world. Anyway, let's not focus on that. So. This Marie Kondo. Now, are you familiar with the show, Steve? You, you, a little bit. A little bit. So you've yeah. heard about it. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's become like a cultural phenomenon. Um, so people have gone crazy cleaning up their homes because of this show. Now, what she says basically, right, Alex? She says, if it doesn't bring you joy, you if, hold it. When you, you hold take it. Whatever you whatever you think about, get rid of it. Say, say you have something in your house that you've had forever and you hold it for a little while. And I, it's a, I think there's a certain amount of time. I'm not sure. You have to hold it for a certain amount of time. That I don't know, but and, yeah. And, yeah and, <clears throat> if, and if it brings you joy, you keep it. If you're getting, if you're feeling no joy as you hold it, you throw mm-hmm. it away. Like I, I have a Starbucks cup of, in front like of me right now. your voters registration. But I and... see in my head, if I'm thinking about it's bringing me joy, then I, I, it's bringing me joy. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not going to trick myself into thinking I'm I'm a minimalist. I don't have junk in my house at all. I get rid of everything. Like things I probably shouldn't get rid of. Like trophies from when I was a kid. Like but throw it all away. I have no like. I don't look back on things and go, oh, it's sentimental. Throw it gone. Throw it away. Gone. More so now I than keep ever. Keep everything. Re- yeah, I, I am that guy. Yeah, I've got boxes of just. Stuff like old, like concert. Yeah. You a concert ticket yeah. guy and stuff? Yeah. Like see, all my record albums that I'll never listen to. I was, I was, I, I just. Although want, now you listen to them, vinyls back. So that's I know, fine. but I, yeah, records are different. Mm-hmm. Records. So anyway, these people. So the point of the story is, it was in the Washington Post yesterday, the day before. This, the, the, the basically the story is now because every I and I noticed. I was walking. I I was in town this weekend, which I'm never actually in Los Angeles on a weekend. I'm usually out, you know, performing. But I stayed in LA and I'm walking around my neighborhood. And it was a Saturday morning, and I saw a 15 garage sales. Yeah, you know, I can live like a like a neighborhood neighborhood where there's garage sales, you know, on on people's driveways and front lawns and stuff. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, there's so many garage sales. And I said to myself, I was like, I bet it's this Marie Kondo. I bet these people <clears throat> are all watching this Netflix show and saying, I'm because nobody's got anything good. Like it's just like gar- it's just it's like old vase, vases, vase, whatever they call vases, vases, and just like shit, garbage, shit out on a you know sheet in, in their driveway. So then I read the story. I get home and I, in Washington Post, they have a story about how these Goodwills and Salvation Army and all these places, you know, we used to, we used to have St. Vincent de Paul. You remember that one? <laughs> that was the place we used to bring stuff. Mm-hmm. My mother used to say, take it to St. Vincent de Paul, uh, which is like a church organization that you just take like old clothes. So they're getting overrun now by, by shit, by garbage. And I always get mad when, when, when bring, we're bringing stuff to Goodwill and, because I go to Goodwills kind of a lot. When you're on the road uh, in certain cities, some cities, you know, you're in cities that are not Chicago and New York and LA and Miami. Sometimes it's kind of fun to just go into a Goodwill and kind of fucking walk around for a couple hours. You got nothing to do in the daytime. So I I kill a lot of time. And if I'm in a comedy condo, uh, and I, actually the one I'm going to in, in Calgary, I rem- I'll remodel the fucker. I really will. Like this, the... the, the uh, at at a Goodwill because I have an eye for that kind of shit and uh, like the guy that just sounds like a show the guy in Calgary the guy in Calgary actually said he goes I can't believe it like this guy he tells all the other comedians like Franchola like redecorated the condo but I had I was there for like six days I was going insane I put in new you know this is I spent fucking two hundred dollars at, at a Goodwill and redid the entire place I'm gonna do it to this <laughs> studio too I I swear I am so um anyway. 
so people are taking junk now and the Goodwills have to say, we don't want it. We don't want your junk. So Marie Kondo is getting everyone that it's bringing joy. It's not bringing joy to them. So it's bringing joy to no one. Nobody wants your shit. Like when you go to a Goodwill, you want to see kind of decent stuff. You know, you don't want to see just, you know, garbage, the old Scooby-Doo cups, you know, from, from the fucking gas station you just get for free. Yeah. You want a clean shit. pair of Levi's. You don't want. Right. Yeah. I mean, you never get good jeans. The jeans are always, you know, from 10 years ago. I made Steve one time going back to <laughs> Steve and I perform <laughs> working together for years. We worked together for many years and, you know, like one of the good people of the, of the world out there. And in, in the city, you don't meet many. And he is truly one of them. I had to make him throw out a pair of jeans one time. And he, I said, you gotta, he had these jeans on that, you know, should have been thrown out 10 years. They were not, I don't know if they were bringing him joy. They weren't bringing me joy to watch him in them. And if Marie Kondo wasn't even born yet, but, and I made him, I said, you got to throw him away. And he did. He took them off and he threw them away and he sent me a picture <laughs> of them in the garbage. And finally they were gone. Now look at him now. He looks amazing. He's got a nice pair of th you know, slim fitting jeans yeah, these on. These are my good pair. I love yeah. the, I love the picture in the garbage. Cause this article about Marie Kondo, yeah. it's people just posting pictures of all their trash. And they're like, look, we're like, hashtag tidying up. I know. Who, like your food was better than your trash pile, <laughs> and then they take, <laughs> it, see your then they take it to again. Goodwill, and I feel bad now. There's a, there's a, uh, it's not a Goodwill, it's a Salvation Army by my house in, in, where I live in Los Angeles, and I go quite a bit just to look for records and stuff, and it's kind, of, it's kind of fun. I, I'm into that kind of stuff, and a guy who takes the donations there is the nicest guy. He's this real sweet kind of old guy, and. I, swear, I see people literally dropping off garbage bags, like garbage, like uh, at his fucking feet. He's probably traumatized. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, this poor guy now, he has to just, he's basically just taking your garbage and putting it in another garbage can. You've just given him your garbage, like your, your chore for the day, you're yeah. giving it to this poor guy. So people, I know a lot of things aren't bringing you joy and you're taking your, your live, love, laugh signs, whatever. It's wine o'clock, that shit sign that you bought at fucking home goods or whatever. And, you know, and now it's not as cute as you thought it was when you got it two years ago and your mother-in-law laughed at it. But now nobody's laughing anymore. Don't bring it to Goodwill. Nobody Take it and fucking throw it in the garbage and, it, and it'll wind up in the ocean and a whale will choke on it. <laughs> I think, or or start, you, start teaching Billy your Bass kids. Thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, remember the yeah. big yeah, mouth? Yeah, yeah like that. Whale, all that stuff. Like, like a whale choked on that. No, you are. You're. You gotta. You have. Uh, you have a, a five year old daughter. So there's yeah. you. There's junk. Oh there's junk. Well, and the junk becomes junk. In two weeks, okay. Like she'll, of course, be, she'll. We'll bring a toy home. Oh my god, the great, the great, the great. And then two days later, it's, it's garbage. Now, it's, now, it's, it's, it's do nothing. you have to tell people enough? Like, don't bring no more, like, like mother-in-laws and, and shit like that. Like, no more, no more, no more toys for the kids. Because my, my my nephew, it's like he's a little older now. He's like nine, but when he was, I mean, it's ridiculous the amount of good. And man, my brother's throw away. He might, he's not ten years old now, and he's still got books from when he was three. I'm like, you could throw the book out, like the ABC yeah. book. He's he's you know smoking. The kid's smoking. He's vaping now. He's, he doesn't need to know. He knows his ABCs. <laughs> Maybe not anymore after yeah. vaping. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. Enough with the junk, everybody. I have uh, I have some numbers from that article that are kind of Oh, good. Thank you, crazy. Alex. See, this is what this Alex... Is, is, every now and again, cool. Alex will start... He actually does some up. work. He, and then, and then there'll be three weeks There'll be call. three weeks where he just sits there and does absolutely nothing. And then he comes back. And I love it. I love to have him on board. Just once every two weeks with... Yeah, he's good. He's good. 
Go ahead, Alex. What do you got? What are your numbers? All right. So um, at the Geithersburg location in D.C. outside of... So this is a Goodwill. In, yeah, in, a Goodwill. In Maryland. A goodwill. Okay. Uh, so it says uh, donations at D.C. area Goodwill centers uh, were up 66% over the last uh, year for the first week of January. Uh, at the Geithersburg location, they're up 372%. Just... So that's four times the amount of garbage, of garbage. at a Goodwill. It's yeah, shit. Yeah, like seventy-two hundred shamwows. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that's yeah. the kind of that's the kind of shit people are bringing, like old towels and underwear. I mean, it's yeah, whatever. Uh, but hey, as long as people are tidying up, and then of course, if you're the person who's untidy, I believe. It, you're just gonna like I always when I watch hoarders. Uh, They're the people like that, buying like, all that. Like shit you know for that dollar. house is gonna be. Like go back. I want to see the one where you go back to the hoarder house a year later because it's going to be complete shit again. again. Here's yeah. a question: You didn't okay. get a okay. mental health. You yeah, just exactly. It's just mental just, health. Yeah. yeah. The Salvation Army gets the seventy two hundred tramways or whatever. Okay. Where do what do they do with this stuff? They sell it. No, but no, no. When they don't, oh, sell, I know the seventy two. They're not going to sell, right? Yes. So at some point they got to get. They got, who do they give it to? That's they, goodwill. No, no, no. It goes to a garbage dump. Oh, really? Yeah, so I believe. No, like, I believe. Third, uh, you know, see prisons uh, to go Nairobi. Back. You know, like maybe I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could. You know, you see. Uh, that was often, like one of our old jokes with the yeah. Uh, oftentimes the, the, you see the, the kids. The, yeah, yeah. That's a, like, every joke now. Like anytime soups. That's going to be couches instead of instead of you know yeah. super, failed Super Bowl yeah. teams. You know, I mean, I it's like where it. I, I know. We, I think we've talked about this before, Alex, on the podcast. I'm I'm fascinated by garbage and where it all goes. Like, because as a guy who stays in hotels every weekend. You know, every hotel now has this has the the, the skinny TV, the you know the small the, the TV yeah. we all have. But yet, five years ago, they had the big giant back TV. We all, they all did. So you, then you go into the hotel and you're like, all right, there's 85 rooms in this hotel. There's 85 giant back televisions. And now multiply that. You worked in Vegas, mm-hmm. so multiply all those rooms with those giant back televisions. Ten? How many rooms are in Vegas? Twenty five thousand yeah, rooms in yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's probably. Is it higher I think than it's, that? I think it's like up near eighty. I think. Or okay. Some, I, I so there was a one wrong, point where every one of those things had a fact. Where did they go all somewhere. go? Right. Where are those giant <sighs> three? Remember how heavy they were? Yeah. They were four hundred pounds. These TV. Where did? The, where is that now? I mean, it's got to be somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if this is Staten Island. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, I'm I'm always fascinated. Oh, hold on. Here, 150,000 hotel rooms in Vegas. Jesus. Is that what it is now? Yeah. I mean, that's probably counting Green Valley Ranch. Yeah, right, right. And Henderson. But but still, all those places probably had that old And there's some weekends you go out there and it's, I remember one time, it's sold out. They're like, we have no rooms in the entire city. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it's still that way, but I remember a couple years ago, me and my friends went and they're like, we don't have any room. There's There's nothing. of like EDC weekends and stuff yeah, where it's yeah. like they call them citywide conventions where like they'll be at every EDC property. is Electric Daisy Carnival yeah. Steve wow. do you know uh, what this is no okay I'm now proud to not no oh. don't be proud don't be proud because you'd probably have a ball let me tell you would. wouldn't it be good if we give Steve we should the, get Steve to oh go to my East. god could you imagine well you wear pasties a, pasties on his nipple <laughs> give him a little shorts he's out there dancing I to a neon a, green Avicii or whatever the fuck their name is he's dead no but it's even more than that now it's a little different than that it's but you know cute people like and there's always like two people die like one kid walks off into the desert it kind of it kind of started the whole music festival craze you know and it's in Vegas it's literally hundreds of thousands of 
Elizabeth Peet, or you know, Electric like, Daisy yeah, Carnival. It's it's, 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 it's it, we uh, we talked about this in a very early podcast. It's one of those things I'm a little bit jealous of, like that. I'm old now, and I look I look at it and Music go, festivals. you know, I kind of missed. The, I I, I think like, we talked about Burning Man. Yeah, yeah, I wish I was a part of that, like that world. Like I could be. If I wish I was 21 again, and was like the guy who had flowers in his hair, you know, just dancing at Electric Daisy Carnival. I I could do it. Now when I, I see this, the, all I think about is parking. When I see one, of, when <laughs> I just, when I see one of those places, uh, there's a hundred thousand people. Yeah, where did you? So I mean, that's the only thing I but care. But Vegas, you think take like an Uber or something. Well, so no, yeah, so it's wait, out at wait, the racetrack Uber? in Vegas. Yeah, it's at the racetrack. It's like four or five hours to get from the racetrack to the strip, which is a thirty minute drive without traffic. It's, oh, really? It's like hours to get. That's back. how crazy like, this it's is. Over, when, what, when? What time of the year? Oh, it's do usually it? like June, I think, or like it's and that it's overnight. Oh, so it's hot as fuck. Oh, maybe it might even be May, maybe. But it's they do it overnight for that purpose. All right. And they draw it like people will leave EDC. there at two in the morning. There's not one person who listens to this podcast who goes to EDC. If there is, but, but please kid, write me on the Facebook page. Your kids might, and you should know what's going yeah. on. Oh, it's I crazy. think it's great. I'm all, I know I, I have a couple of Instagram followers who, who uh, go to EDC. And uh, by the way, everyone follow me on Instagram. I need 500 more followers to get to 30,000. And it's been a mm. long time, a long, I'm waiting a lot. And I need 500, 500 followers to get to 600. So, but yeah, I, I see, I see like, you know, cute girls and, and, and guys at these EDC things that I get a little jealous of that lifestyle. I, I must admit. Um, but now I'm just see what it is, what it is. I'm tidying up my house, Marika, <laughs> holding a vase and people are dancing at, 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 uh, at, you know, this ED, whatever fucking I'm sitting there holding a vase and it brings me joy on a Tuesday afternoon in my kitchen, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Anything else, Steve? You had a story. Oh, Steve had oh, a story yeah. about Justin Timberlake. JT. Uh, well, I mean, it's Steve. You know, okay. You, you Justin Timberlake. Cover to cover. It's in the newspaper. Exactly. That's like, why we call the cover to cover. Now, the we, newspaper, of course, is from two or three weeks ago. It's uh, such an old story. That's okay. But no, but we can. Uh, this is a story that's still <laughs> evergreen. Fresh. Evergreen. No, evergreen. You know, the reason I picked up, because I remember years ago, back in Oh, this Chelsea is Lately's story. We talked yeah. about Gail King last um, week. But he was the peak guy. Like, there was a moment where. Biggest guy in the world. Justin like, Timberlake. Like, like, remember Chelsea went, and then she was backstage and to Staple. We thought, oh, yes. my God, Justin Timberlake. And well, now it's like. Well, because here's the thing with Justin Timberlake. He he was a very talented guy. He was, uh, of the sync guys, he was the most talented. I remember watching the video for, I think it's Bye Bye Bye, where it was like, you know, it was a, like a 10-minute video, and it had some, some like, as an action sequence, and he was running away from these Doberman pinchers. And, uh. He like rolls on the ground and he's throwing pictures of chasing him and then this like gate comes down just in time. And he like looks at the camera and he goes, <laughs> and runs off. And I remember <laughs> at that point, I'm like, that kid's a fucking star. He's going to, he's not Chris Kirkpatrick. He's not J.D. Chazé or whatever. Or the, uh, he's the Real fucking, deal. he's the, ta- the one who's going to take off. And it wasn't soon after that. Of course he was. Then he became, they were trying to make him a movie star. They put him in some movies, and I remember I got caught up in one of them. Uh, I, I like to, uh, I, I suffer from a thing, and I think everybody does, uh, called, um, pl- we, Jen Kirkman, my friend Jen Kirkman and I, like to call it plain emotion, uh, where you will watch a movie or a TV show or read a book on a plane, and it affects you differently than it does on the ground. Why is that? It's I so don't, true. I, I cry, it is true, right? I cry to be exactly. moving on a plane. It's called, pl- I, I don't know if it's it's uh, altitude or something, but it's plain emotion. I just think you're, 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 you're uh, all your sense of you, this is my theory on it, and I, I could be way off. I think when you're flying, you're so out of control. You control nothing when you're in a plane. Like, mm-hmm. there's if the plane decides to fucking crash, 
There's nothing you could do about it. So you just, everything about you is like a little more free than it is on the ground. So even your emotions are. Is that making yeah. any sense? I bet there's Perhaps. some clinical thing we don't know about. Yeah. Oh, I've looked it up. I did? Yeah. Well, we call plain emotion. So you'll watch a movie that's, and then you'll land and then you'll rave about it to your friends. Like, so there was this, there, I forget the name of the movie, Mila Kunis. Look it up, Al. Oh, Mila, uh, Friends of Benefits? Friends, was that, that one? No, oh. Mila Kunis and, and Timberlake? Is that Friends yeah, of Benefits? Yeah, or was it, there were two like friend hookup yeah. ones. Yeah, around the same time. Guy Branham. Or? Guy Branham was in one of them. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was around the same time. But I think it, you might be right. It might be called Friends of Benefits. Anyway, I loved it. I thought he was a fuck. I was like, this kid is going to be Tom Hanks. This career. Social Network. And you yeah, think, oh, yeah. But he was, you know, he was a, the third lead in Social mm -hmm. Network. So yeah, that's fine. But I think that's the career he should have done. He should have been, I think he could do it again. I seem to have like gotten out of the movies completely. But I think what happens with these, with musicians who get into movies, like. Bon Jovi. Well, and, and they, they do it for a little while and then they're done. I think what happens is. I think they get bored by it because you're Bon Jovi, you're Justin Timberlake, you're Lady Gaga, all these Beyonce, all these people who have done movies. When you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you you come from performing in front of seventy five thousand people and they're freaking the fuck out, and you're getting you're getting instant gratification from seventy five thousand people at the Rose Bowl. Then you go to a movie, you're like, this is so fucking boring. There's nobody cheering for me. I'm sitting in a trailer for most of the day. Then I go out and work for ten minutes. Go back to the trailer. Nobody's cheering. Then you're like, yeah. I did three of them. I'm done. It's boring. I'd rather go play the Rose Bowl and have people cheer. You go completely insane for me. And I get instantly, I'm feeling, yeah. you know? So I think you, I mean, who, what like superstar pop person, they've all gone on to do movies. Especially what, his shows. But what has, mm -hmm. who has gone on to like have like a 25 year acting career? You None know, of them. well, you think Lady Gaga can? Well, Yes, Lady Gaga can because she's also a good actress. And she also played a musician. It almost doesn't. It's not fair. But you watch, Lady Gaga will get bored by it. Look at Beyonce. Beyonce was fucking. She, they were. I mean, after Dreamgirls, I think it was Dreamgirls, right? Like they were like, she is gonna be a fucking movie star. She's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm bored. This is boring. Um, and she's, you know, I don't see her. Do, she'll probably do movies again, but you don't. And I think Timberlake, same thing. Timberlake's like, I could do another boring movie that you know. Probably won't do very well at the box office and da 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 da. Or I can go play the Staples Center in front of eighteen thousand people. Anyway, your story being, he I he mean, got a kind of a bad review. Yeah, this guy wrote some <laughs> awful things. I mean, this uh, he said basically. You know, he knelt down at the end of mirrors, you know, and you and you thought he was doing it for effect, but he was doing because he needed a little rest. Well, he, what is he, 40 now? He's got to be 40 no, something now, right? You, you think uh, I mean, out of Timberlake's 38, but, 40, but yeah. certainly not at the age where he's got to lay down for rest. No, but but he did. He had some troubles. He had some uh, some 
throat problems or something last year. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Had to cancel some gigs, but it's at the end of uh, the show. He zoomed through "Rock Your Body" and "Like I Love You" Rock so hastily. Your body every day. He, that was a good he, one. Yeah, he ran through it so hastily you could practically smell the Vicks Vapo rub oh, awaiting see, in the. Is, and uh, in, now this, this is guy one is of those just, people. He's, he's he wants to, to hear him. Yeah, he wants yeah, hear his own yeah, voice. Right. Uh, I, I hate that. Yeah. I hate when you review where the guy is trying. He's doing a shtick, you know. And I'm like, all right. Anyway, I'm I'm all for Timberlake. I have no beef with that guy. He seems like a good dude. You know, I, I don't know him. I've never met him. But, you know, just like I, I always assume people are nice guys. I mean, this guy could have bodies in his basement. I have no fucking idea. But when I see him on a red carpet, he seems nice. And the wife seems nice. And I'm all about mm. him. Good for him. Get out there and do it. And whether he's, I mean, the Rolling Stones are going back on tour this summer. And that's. Uh, whatever they are doing, that's unbelievable. And Mick Jagger, doesn't he have a 20-year-old wife or something? Well, he just had another kid, another but kid. That, that, that's fine. But the one that nobody talks about is Charlie Watts, the drummer who I think is 82. <laughs> is and it? yeah, and he's had, he's battled yeah. cancers and like, and it kind of hates the whole thing. Like you ever watch videos of the Stones, he's just fucking, you know, furious in the background. But it's amazing, man. Like they're... Timberlake's taking a knee and, and Jagger goes and they don't fuck around. They go for three hours. Like even your guy, guy. Springsteen. Yeah. But Springsteen's still 15 years younger than Jagger, I think. I heard Jagger he's works out 16. two hours a day to keep up his perform. Like he's just well, working out. I mean, the like, guy's also, he looks, he's got like a body of a little woman. He still wears like half shirts and shit. Probably the blood of a little woman. What, isn't he, he like the blood transfusion guy? No, that it? was Keith Richards. Uh, but that's all they say. I mean, I don't know if that's a rumor God, or not, but so greatest story of all time was first of all, on several levels that he, he was on vacation years ago on some Island somewhere. Oh. It just, it's like, it was just like amazing to hear about it. Like these guys just have the greatest, like, could you imagine like being one of those? Cause we just famous since you were like oh. 20 where For 50 years, he's one of the most famous people on the world. And not planet. only that, so everything you do is first class. You know what I mean? Like every hotel you go into, you never stay at where I stay. You never like, ah, oh, you know what? This, this, uh, this Hilton Garden Inn will do. You know, they got the free breakfast. It's fine. Yeah, they never, like, can I change rooms? <laughs> <laughs> He's like calling to, yeah, I'm right near the elevator. It's is never it, like, is it okay? <laughs> like it's a, is the waffle, is the waffle machine on? Cause I feel like it's just taking a long time. This waffle machine. Yeah. Is it on? Yeah. Mick Jagger's not doing that. You know, it's, it's, I guess. Yeah. Like Keith, it's, could you put the do not disturb on the door? Because, guess, you know, but I guess in some cities that, you know, they don't have a, a four season. So when you, when, when the stones play Omaha, I'm not saying Omaha's pretty big city but you know what i mean like you must have to go to another city to to anyway my point is since they were 20 years old they've been treated to this vip world of of we talk about it on a, on a, on a recent podcast how the lore of the vip world is what got that michael jackson kids the parents oh the parents of those kids that's all they wanted yeah. they said oh you could fucking go ahead and sleep with them because yeah. private jets we want even the fire festival documentary those idiots those fucking dopes who spent 10 grand think they were going to an island to watch uh you know blink 182 with models <laughs> because they wanted they, they offered them a vip lifestyle like a vip this year you and i we lived vip lifestyle for a little while uh and and you know now, now I'm at the Hilton Garden Inn with the <laughs> fucking waffle machine on the fronts. <laughs> and a flat TV. Yeah, yeah but I got a flat TV. You got a flat TV. But the, I have to tell you, there are some, every now and again, I'll walk into a hotel room, you know, whatever city I'm in, that still has a big back television. You're like, oh, this is going to oh. be a long weekend. <laughs> oh, God.
Uh, now, if the if the, uh, the, the omelet machine, the waffle machine doesn't work, did, will they give you a voucher or something? To, to, uh, you know, I uh, um, that's interesting you bring that up because I do have a be- bit of a beef with that. I rarely make the buffet because it's usually from like uh, six to six forty-five a.m. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is great if you're a rooster, but uh, yeah. but yeah. a lot of times I have to do morning radio. Rooster on Ritalin. You yeah, get through the thing. The buffet. <laughs> a lot of times I have to do the morning radio, and uh, so I'll, I'll come back from the radio and I'll be able to make it. And it is such a joy. When, although somebody recently told me that the eggs are like not real, they're like they're made out of you know uh, they're break free. Oh yeah, they're, yeah. Those, those they're like powdered, like yeah, powdered yeah. eggs. And I'm like, oh really? Yeah. But I still like I, I go back like five to four times. I love powdered scrambled eggs added like that you know that. But some of them have I don't you don't stay in a hell of a lot of hotels these days, but you oh, do when you're yeah, out there. Yeah. Uh, they have a thing called a pancake machine. Oh. Uh, have you seen this thing? It's the greatest. I know it, for those of you who have stayed in hotels, it's, you, you can you can attest to what I'm about to say. It's a pancake machine. You press a button, and it I mean it literally makes pancakes within 15 seconds. It's amazing. It shits out like two pancakes. Pretty decent. Not you know a little rubbery, but not like a. But it's and I always thought from like waiting for your mom to make pancakes and stuff. It seemed like pancakes were a very arduous process. It took for hours. Well, now they got technology. This Steve, there's a lot of there's a lot of great things in this world. <laughs> but have you seen the fucking pancake machine? No, it's amazing. Two seconds, pancakes. I believe. This is, I don't know. They, Can you do things like you put blueberries in there? And stuff no, like that? no. I think this that's the battery. Two though. 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You might want to think about coming oh, up with that. Yeah, get blueberries and chocolate chips on the next. It's one. Uh, it's it's. Whoa. I think the battery is within the machine somehow. I don't, it's magic. I could it's be the next restaurant, you know, like uh, like the pizza places <laughs> where you put your own. And then right, right, right. This is magic. It's place. magic. But it's uh, it's incredible, the pancakes. And if I do make the breakfast buffet, as a matter of fact, I was just in a, in a city. I forgot, God, I forget where I was. And got the woman who was so nice. But she was working the breakfast buffet in, in, in the middle of nowhere. And, she was, and it was her and her daughter. She was probably 55 and the daughter was probably 25. They both worked it. It was a generational thing. They both worked at this hotel, which is probably not a bad gig if in the middle yeah. of nowhere. You're working for Hilton. It's fine. But they were the, the one woman had known I was the comedian in town that weekend. So she kept, every time I went to the breakfast place, this is 8 o'clock in the morning, she'd go, he's going to do his bit. She had no tooth, no front tooth, which is, you know, I, I do a bit on this in my act. But the, the no front tooth to me is just shockingly, it's like you got to put something there. I, I loose leaf paper, some shit. You got, you can't leave the house. Unless you're Michael Strahan and it's your thing. But that's his space. That's, that's not a that's fucking no right. tooth. Is there anybody famous? No. Well, let's hope not. I mean, there's no... The no tooth just says, I've, I, I don't, I, I, there's not, you have to put it in something. You got to get something there. Put something, a piece of, uh, you know, I don't know, a Tic Tac, a fuck, anything. Put something there, just magic. She has no tooth. And she would scream out, there's, the com- there's people eating there, you know, families. He's the comedian this weekend. He's the comedian. Do your act for the people. They're yelling. Do your act. I'm like, no, it's fine. No, police. No, 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 no. Like, I'm so embarrassed by the fact that even people saying I'm a comedian. I don't know why still to this day it embarrasses me. Like, it embarrasses me like at social, like when my mother goes, Chris is a comedian. Because what people... F- when people think comedian, they don't think, think they don't think Jerry Seinfeld. You know, they no. think, oh, what a sad. They think yeah. open mic, like sad they life. Think, what was that Adam Sandler movie? That uh, right, right, right. So I always, people. I I feel like I have to like, no, I'm actually a successful comedian. Like 
there's a like. What do you mean? Like I play the funny bone. Like oh, that sounds sad. Maybe it is, but it, whatever the fuck. It's like don't tell anybody I'm a comedian. I'd rather you tell them I'm a fucking serial killer than a comedian. An electrician. Like there you go. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like so. so that the, the woman would scream this out, and then I was like, oh, I can't. I, now I I was done. I would get up early. Every day, and I'm like, I can't go down to that breakfast buffet now because that woman's going to fucking start screaming about going, doing stand-up for people. So that ruined it for me. But when I do make it, it is fantastic. Do, we, sp do we spend enough time on breakfast buffets? Once in a while, they'll be This is really what we, good. hang on, Steve. This is, sorry, to, uh, this is what we call a evergreen. <laughs> this is, this is a, we can do 20 minutes on a buffet. This is, yeah, this is so, uh, listen, people, don't judge me on this, on this episode because we're just having a little fun here. Like I said, sometimes I'm going to have to do these because I'm going to be out of town. So I hope you're enjoying just chatter about stupidness and pancake machines and, um, Anything, Steve, did you have another story? A Justin no. Timberlake story? <laughs> Not really. That's about it. That's uh, it? That's all I mean, you brought? Well, I told you to bring topics that you well, might I, be interested in. I did bring a couple. Uh, I did them two weeks ago. Don't you remember? Way back in two weeks ago. Did, did you? Uh, now, now uh, your, your, your boy, uh, Donald Trump, did you see his thing about um, when he, I couldn't stop watching it. I watched it a hundred times when he called the guy oh, Tim God. Apple. Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Why can't he just <laughs> admit it? it, it it's I, fine. But it obviously was a slip of the tongue. Yeah, I mean, obviously he, he had, doing a whole he had like I several things. I called him that because I wanted to shorten it. This guy did a speech for two hours and 20 minutes. Right. And now he wants to save time yeah. with this guy's name. So Tim I just said, Tim Apple. Tim Apple. <laughs> I mean, you know. Thanks, thanks, Tim Apple. It's amazing. Uh, now, the other thing that, that has been fascinating me lately, and I, I now I'm not, no, people get mad at me when I say it because they think I'm making fun of Donald Trump and I'm making fun of Melania, and I'm not. I think it's just a Secret Service thing. That there is a fake Melania. And there's it's two a, of them, supposedly. Right. It is one. And I, I recently posted a picture of, it, he, he he went to the tornado victims down in, uh, what, what was that in? Uh, Alabama. In, in Alabama. Um, and it was obviously not Melania. It was, she was six inches shorter. She's, and I happen to know, I have a little bit inside knowledge on the woman who plays the Melania, who is the great. Melania? She's a Secret Service woman. I don't want to tell. I don't, I don't want to tell the details of how I know, but she's a Secret Service woman who is Melania, with a wig, and a, and a whole fucking thing. I mean, honestly, you like. I don't think you could do it with Michelle Obama or even you know. Uh, I don't know if you could do it with, with Laura Bush because they, you know, Melania always wears sunglasses and has the hair. You could put sunglasses and a hair on and kind of almost do it, you know, and. This one who showed up in in uh, where was Alabama? it Alabama? It, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> I mean, like it, Shirley Hemphill. It looked like Caitlyn. You know, just just not even not even trying anymore. Just <laughs> like <laughs> you know, just like a wig and, and like a you know like a regular face and you know Melania's beautiful woman, but not that this woman's not. But it, it's obviously not the same person. And you know, there's been there's been a few times where where Donald has said in speeches stuff. I wish Melania could be here right now, and she's standing right there. But it's not her. Like that's that's why he, he said gets that. Away. He, but he get, he'll get away with it. Oh, I know. But uh, uh, the reason I'm I'm not when I say these things, I'm not making fun of Melania or Donald Trump. Like, I'm, I don't have any beef with Donald Trump. I don't give a shit. But it, uh, there is definitely a second Melania for I think it's Secret Service reasons. Uh, do do you agree with me? Yeah. You've seen the pictures, right? Yes. Okay. So You've seen the, the the fake Melania photos. Okay. 
Stefan. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, that I'm fascinated. I mean, you think by it was like a casting? How do they find her? Well, you ever see that movie Dave with Kevin Klein? Yes. Wasn't there a fake? Oh, he was he, the fake one, right? No, he because he looked just. Oh, like he him. would just do. The guy, remember he died. The president yes, died. Yes, yes, yes. Having yes. sex or something. Yes, that's right. Or was or was it a? That's coma? a great movie. That movie is phenomenal. I'll tell you a weird story. Oh. One time, I'm sitting. I used to go back back when I used to go to the movies. I don't know why. I mean, I just don't think the movies are as good anymore. I, and I sound like a crazy old man now, but I used to go to the movies three times a week. I mean, I see everything. And one day I, I went to the movies and I'm sitting in the afternoon. There's three people in the theater. I forgot what I'm seeing. I'm sitting all by myself in two other people in the theater. So in comes sauntering this crazy old homeless woman, you know, like a lot of plastic bags and shit. And I'm like, oh, great. She starts coming down my aisle. I'm like, oh, there's a thousand other aisles. <laughs> we go down another aisle. She comes like right one seat in between us and sits down. And she goes, hi. I was like, hi, movie hadn't started yet. I'm like, hi, how you doing? She goes, you know what movie I like? I was like, what? She goes, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the movie's 20 years old. I was like, oh, yeah, no, but it's a good movie. Yeah. You know? Well. And then whatever movie we were there to see started, and we never spoke about Dave again, but it was her favorite movie, Dave. I hope that woman's still around. I, th I thought you were going to say it was Sigourney Weaver. No, it was, <laughs> it was Dave. Was she in Dave? Was she, she is. Dave? She's the first lady. Yeah, she's the first lady. She's excellent. Sigourney Weaver's excellent. Uh, anyway, what, what else can we talk about? Um, oh, we got to do the song. Sure. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to be perfectly honest with people. We are taping this all in one day. We're about three hours into talking about things and I'm having fun here with Steve and Alex. So I'm losing my mind a little bit and uh, my eyes are hurting and I'm wearing weird sunglasses. I got prescription sunglasses. I saw Ray-Bans in the, in the, in the um, store and I said, can you make those prescription for me? And the woman goes, yeah. I said, you could put my prescription in a sunglass. She goes, yeah. So I go pick them up and they're like big, thick like glass, you know, I can't see shit without my glasses. So I thought they were going to be like Ray-Bans, but look at this, how thick they are. I mean, a, yeah. I look like a crazy old man. That's a hard frame it for is, a thick yeah, I know. Yeah. That, exactly. Oh, so you know about, yeah, you I worked, worked in glass for a That's long right. Time, yeah. That's right. I would have advised I, way against it. She was just trying to make a sale. I know. I, but you know what? She did give me the, the Ray-Ban, the actual Ray-Ban Ray uh, lenses too. So I could pop them back in if I choose to. Anyway, um, here we go. My favorite. Did you get? A, did you get a song? I got a song. Okay. Yeah. This is this has become my favorite part of the show, and I don't know what it has to do with anything. We we initially started this podcast to be cover to cover and discover news stories and things like that. But for some reason, Alex and I one day started talking about the difference between songs from when I was growing up and songs today, and I love them both. I really do. But it's amazing comparing the two. And I have a great one for today. And Alex, what do you got? What is what is the We're number one song in the country currently? We are. Let's uh, hear it. So we had number one a few weeks ago. We're gonna go with number two. Ooh, I love it. Number Middle two, Middle Child by Mr. J Cole is a fantastic hip hop artist. Are you oh, is he with J Cole? I, you know what? I'm not. J, okay. But it's just J, not J A Y. J, J, J Cole. J period. I, I, I do. J period yeah, Cole. J. I, I've seen it. This is one of those ones where, he, like, I recently saw like he played the Forum. It sold out two nights. I was like, I never even heard of him. Sold out two nights. J. Cole. J. Cole. Not he's, that he's bad. Probably great. Let's hear it. What's the name of the song? This is called uh, Middle Child. Middle Child by J. Ooh. Cole. Oh, I like it already. Oh, that's just kind of stuff. Oh, that's good. Oh, you can't I can't say that. Mm, no. I can't believe you just said that. Said he, he said that. The oh, we number four. No. No, oh, yeah. no, we can't say that. I'm sorry about that, everyone. Well, but, you sorry, know what's funny about that on this it, podcast? 
is that relates to the song we we're going to talk about. Yes. Anyway, it's a good point. In the same, Ooh, that's, you know, it's kind of nice lead in Steve. You know? Very nice. Perfect lead in. I'm, I'm a professional. Yeah, you are a professional. That's fantastic. Cause the song, wait, Oh, I have to get it up now. The song, do you I have, have it up? The oh, you have, you, no, have actually get, oh, wait, get I, the song uh, up for us and play it into your microphone. Um, can you play it? See, see it's ready. Okay. The song we're going to do is, was, is shocking. You know what we were just talking about? Is it, uh, half breed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah. Up. Okay. Alex will pull yeah, it up. I'll pull it up. It's Half Breed by Cher. Um, this was a song that Cher had big hit. It wasn't Sonny and Cher though. This was solo Cher. This was right after right. the big sort of breakup. The big breakup. Yeah. This was not Sonny and Cher. They had a, you know, they were, of course, Sonny and Cher and had some big hits and a TV show, which was, I, Steve and I were discussing this before the show. My first like feeling in my, in my loins was Cher. I remember it like it was fucking yesterday. I was about seven years old and I used to love Sonny and Cher. And I, I just remember it being like appointment television at the Frangiola house. Like we watched Sonny and Cher at the variety shows. I loved variety shows. Donnie, Donnie Marie, Sonny and Cher, all of them loved it. You know, my first crush was <clears throat> who? Chastity. Yeah, I Chastity when she was a when they used to bring her out as a little, a, little tiny baby. Yeah, was, now she's Chaz. I, I swear to God, yeah. I remember when she came out. I was like, I I can tell you another story about that. I knew when I was I didn't even know what lesbians were. I knew that girl. I was like that girl is a lesbian or or whatever she you know, mm -hmm. trans now. Mm -hmm. But I, I knew it. I, I you know she used to get a little. She was probably by the time the show ended, probably four, and I could spot it. Like I knew four. a little bit. That's pretty. Yeah. Oh, I, I spotted. I, I, I had a neighbor, Marco Early. Say. Marco Say. I spotted him two when he was two years old. I remember telling the neighborhood kids, Marco Say is a gay man. And sure enough, now he's flamingly, he's 40 years old now, but flamingly gay. I have a sixth sense for that sort of thing. Um, so if you ever want to bring, bring your kids to my shows, I can tell you if they're going to be gay or not. Not that it's special. Yeah. We're going to get to the song you're in. Anyway, so here we go. Uh, the song is called Half Breed by Cher. It was a big solo hit for Cher. And basically what it is is... Now, if you watch the video, she's Cher is not Indian at all. I think she's uh, Armenian. Yeah, Sarkeesian. Yes, yeah, Cher, yeah, or whatever. And uh, I love Cher. I actually, we actually kind of met her one time in Vegas. Oh Steve. yeah, backstage. I was with Steve. We did yeah. a little tour of yes. backstage. We did a little tour of backstage. Chelsea was. They were both performing in the same venue. Cher did the early show. Chelsea did the late show. So we actually got to kind of see Cher uh, and all her craziness and. It's just fascinating. She's like one of those women who just has continuously been amazing for, God, what is it, 50, 50 years now? Literally 50 years. And doesn't seem to give a shit. Like, I follow her on Twitter, and she just, like, says amazing mm, randy Dates bagel guys. Yeah, she's like, just been, like, great forever. And uh, Tennis stars. I remember, like, my f one of my first jokes ever. I read a an article about, I think it was Rolling Stones or whatever. Two of the Rolling Stones had dated her. <laughs> Like Bill Wyman and Mick Jagger had dated her. And I said, in the Rolling Stones, her name takes on a whole different meaning. Get it? Share. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so that was, like one, that was like one of my first jokes I ever wrote. Um, <laughs> nice. Thank oh, yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Pretty good. You want me to bring it in from the top? Or? Let's bring it in from the top. So yeah, if, if, if you know the song, go watch the video because she is dressed like a full Indian where she'd be arrested by doing it today. But here goes. This is the song. It's classic share voice. My father, My father married your Cherokee. I mean, it's amazing. They said I was white by law. Mm -hmm. They said I was white by law. You couldn't say that. Indian squaw. 
<laughs> wow, that's pretty good. God, I forget how good these songs are when I hear them. What year was this? Oh, 73. 73. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that might have been. Yeah. Uh, Not written by Indians, by the way. It was written by <laughs> some Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Written by Murray Al- La- Murray Langstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was it written Bill by? Br- no, yeah. Al Capps and Mary Dean. Oh, really? A tandem. Yeah. Wow. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. At the end, yeah. they like kicked her. Like they, they, she says something about like, they kicked me out of the country because I was half breed. At the end, I was expected just to a close in with a, like a tear coming. Remember that? Tear? Iron Eyes Cody. Oh, I used to, yeah. yeah. They, I used threw, to, they threw trash at him. Yeah. Well, no, right? yeah, right? they even threw trash at him. It was like he, he just hit the ground. And yeah, like, yeah. This is you're going way back, Steve. <laughs> but it, it was like the most famous commercial. That was, of it all was time. off for twenty years. I love that, that you're still playing half breed over it. That's pretty good, Alex. That's nice. Anyway, that I am enjoying the shit out of bringing these songs back. And I, I know a lot of you people are, too, because I'm hearing a lot about it. We did Seasons in the Sun, and you are like, oh. I forgot how amazing that song was. Basically, just about, I'm dying, everybody. The Terry Jacks. Yeah, Terry Jacks. Uh, Halfbreed, amazing song. Thank you, Cher, for that. And Cher continues to you know, go on to have these gems, and she just makes movies now, and Mamma Mia 2, and she's the best. The best. Bob Mackie dresses and all of it. And like I said, she was my first, like I remember her walking out at the end with Sonny and those outfits, that half, those half shirts and that body. She was like the first like sinewy, like body type, you know, wide shoulders and not, not unlike Caitlin today, you know, like with those white, <laughs> those white shoulders. I, lo- I love her. I love a shoulderless gown so I can show off my beautiful shoulders. <laughs> I've been throwing, didn't throw a javelin in 1977. I have fucking no shoulders. <laughs> All right, everybody. This was a fucked up episode. I, I feel like we uh, went way, we didn't even do what we were supposed to do. We didn't even open a newspaper. We didn't go what cover to cover. We talked about a Justin Timberlake concert from a month and a half ago. And uh, He's but now I, in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a pretty good time. I'm in. I'll be, uh, you know, in in uh, Calgary, and uh, and then and then in, and then I'm going to Boston, laugh Boston, and I'll be talking about that in the next couple. Alex, you are the greatest. Thank you for doing this and being here for as long as you have today. And Steve Marmelstein, one of the good ones. He'll oh, be back. Thank you. He'll thank be back. Bye bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.